Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys! Hello everybody, happy Friday to you. May 28th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here. On your Friday morning, we appreciate you spending it with us, getting ready for the long weekend, Roush. You got to be pumped up. Oh, fired up. We did it. And uh, we're going to get you all through it. You've only got a few hours probably left of work. I'm sure many of you just went ahead and, eh, you know what, I'll just go ahead and take the day off. But we're not taking the day off here at Roll Call. We're just going to be rolling and calling all morning. Rolling and calling. Isn't that right, Justin? That's right. Rolling and calling. So let's just let's get it out there. What, what's what are we most excited about this weekend? I am. I think I'm most excited for it to be in the fifties. <laughs> I'm, I'm fired. We're getting a. Uh, I know a lot of folks who uh, are lake people. Or oh yeah. my gosh, it's getting cool. We 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 have all summer for it to get steamy. Like enjoy tomorrow while you can. Yeah, I, I I think I know like a dozen people between lakes or planned pool parties are now scrambling with what to do. It does uh, it does kind of stink for them. It's kind of it's going to be awfully cold tomorrow, but that's fine by me. You're you, you said it well, Roush. It's going to be gross. Last week we got kind of a taste of it, and I was miserable. I don't know about you all. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy this weekend. Sunday looks like it's going to be perfect. That may be kind of borderline pool weather. Probably yeah, be a chilly yeah. pool. Probably be a chilly pool. But it, if you it, want it, if you want it bad enough, it's, it's one of those where you get nice and sweaty in the sun and then you jump in to cool down and maybe one time you stay in a little bit longer, but for the most, you're, but you're not in there all the time. You know, you're not in there to really marinate for a long time. It's just a nice refreshing dip, you know? So your favorite thing uh, about this weekend is going to be the weather, Justin. Um, that's a great question. I, I'm celebrating my grandma's birthday this weekend, so that'll probably be my favorite thing this weekend. Oh, I like spending old time with grandma. Yeah, yeah, that's great, buddy. Uh, we're, that 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 should be fun. How old? Uh, you would ask me that if I had to guess. I would say like seventy three. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. That's no that's. Idea. I mean, seventy three. That that's uh that's not old at all. So no, no. that that would be uh that that's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, are, how confident are you in that? Like, could you? How many years off do you think you could be? I am probably three years off. She might actually be turning seventy because my mom's fifty one. She had her when she was eighteen. So might be the big seventy this weekend. Uh, well, if it's the 70th, man, you should know that. You should be ready to yeah, party and celebrate. One. Yeah. Right. Hey, I'm doing good to know her birthday, guys. Like, why do I have to know her age, too? <laughs> All right. That's, uh, that, that sounds like that'll be a lot of fun. I guess I'm maybe – I need to try to think of what I got planned this weekend. So if anybody's listening – nobody's listening. Uh, probably golf on Sunday morning. 
Mm, nice, nice. Thinking Monday for me in that that regard. We're getting an 8 a.m. start, so it's probably going to be kind of that borderline, ooh, I could probably get away with pants, but I think it's going to get to like mid-70s, so I'll I'll play it safe and go shorts and toughen it out if you, I am a, a little bit chilly. You should go shants. Bring them out. I can't. I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing at country clubs, Roush. I can't. I can't do the shams. Yes, you can. I can't do the shams. Why? Man. Oh, you're. Are you afraid a, that somebody's going to judge you? But yeah. No. 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 I, I, that thing has like a million pockets. It'd make people nervous. <laughs> oh, speaking of a million pockets, making people nervous. Kyle Tucker's telling cargo shorts to eat it. You eat it, Kyle Tucker. Get the hell out of there with that nonsense. Don't don't dad shame with cargo pants. They're great. What pockets, he said. What he, pockets are great. What he say? I I don't have the quote for quote, but he said, "Who was it that decided cargo shorts were back, and where do I find them, or something along the lines?" Like, well, why would we decide to do that? And to which, okay, yeah, who decided cargo shorts are in again, and when will they be arrested? I feel like we should be accepting of all people's pants and shorts decisions. Oh, and he got ratioed hard, admitted it, and even had Jen Smith uh, bring out the time that Neil Brown made fun of his uh, sweater. <laughs> that, I, I, at the press conference, just called him out, laughed at him, and then there were screenshots, and the sweater was just, oh, it's hilarious. So, suck it, Kyle. Yeah, suck it. Uh, that's <laughs> I hated Roush in college, the – the fraternity angst, I guess, of cargo pants shorts. Oh, it was very like, dumb. Fr- fraternities got bad reps, bad reps, and sometimes deservedly so. Sometimes it wasn't warranted because uh, Greeks do do a lot of good in the community and on campus, and it is just kind of a fun way to have a group to to get into shenanigans with. But one thing that was the the hate against cargo shorts was unnecessary and not needed. And, oh, uh, silly. Yeah, so, car- cargo shorts serve a purpose. It's if yeah. you have a bajillion things you need to carry. Especially beers. Great for extra beers. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I've never really thought of it. I guess mm-hmm. actually, come to think of it, like, Shantz would be good on a golf course because it'd be like, oh, got my divot fixer in this pocket. I've that got you're never going to probably use. I've got, I know, Sears. That's no joke. I was talking about that with my buddy when I was playing last week, and I was like, if I put a divot fixer in my back pocket, I can guarantee it's staying there. Yeah. But in the in the case that I either, either leave it at home or can't find it in my bag, that's when I, like, you know, stick three during the round, which is <laughs> – which is good for me, by the way. Perfect. So, yeah. so, so suck it. But same thing with no. me with ball markers. Where oh yeah, the, the time <laughs> yeah. that I don't have one is when I always need it, and then when I remember to have it, I it, it of course I never have putts close enough to get it in anybody else's way. <laughs> That's the way that I'm, it works. I'm typically like you, TJ, but I went out yesterday, brought my divot fixer, and had to use it four times. That was pretty awesome. Sounds like you've been on fire lately, buddy. I've been playing pretty good. Getting ready for y'all. I was pretty happy with how I had been playing until that 98 or 99 or whatever the hell it was on Saturday. That was embarrassing. So I have no confidence heading. I have no confidence. Well, yeah. Yeah, but that's what it was. It was the temperature, not it was the score. It was the temperature, and it was a new course, and it was so hot. I was I was delirious, and I, I, mm-hmm. I couldn't see straight. Right, right, right. Checks yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, is there any sports stuff going on? Well, uh, we're yeah. There's lots of sports stuff going on. You want to talk about them? 
I do. Yeah, I do. Uh, I guess why we've already brought him up here in the first 10 minutes. Kyle Tucker brought up kind of a good point. I think, or I think he was the first one to have it, but uh, I was, was I, I, it, it, it made me mad, Terry, because I was having this, we, we were having this conversation privately and Kyle was the one that put it out there. It's like, ah, oh, you, uh, bastardo. Like, come on. Ah. That's the way it goes. Yep, yep. Kyle Tucker will will hop on any opportunity that he has. And uh, no, but it's a good point that like, hey, UK is doing these camps. Which, by the way, uh, UK. I'm going to them. I'm they, going to they, two of them. They should start paying me. Um, those if you have a kid, those camps. It was pretty like Roush. You'll see it when you go, and it'll probably make you think a little dookie here in a few years. But like seeing the kids and how happy they are. It kind of brings in like the inner child UK fan in you again because like it you know the the players are having fun they look happy they're not having to like be bombarded by media or mm-hmm. it, it, they're not trying to like be too cool or anything like I mean most of them sometimes you've got some some stinkers at those camps but like it's just, it's just fun to see and the kids look like they have an absolute blast and it's a little chaotic cuz it's like hundreds of kids and only a few players and coaches and that sort of deal but it moves really quickly People have fun with it. So if you have a kid and you're on the fence about it, uh, I would recommend if they're not already sold out, I don't know. And how many how many towns do they go to? Seems like they do a pretty good job of like going around the state. I think that's a pretty cool thing UK basketball does that probably doesn't get as much credit as it deserves because most people don't care, and I understand that. But it is cool. Yeah, so we've got – it's basically every day – it's Tuesday through Saturday next week. The following week they go for – three days and then they have another a week after and a week after that but so they've got like a dozen it's uh where's the satellite camp prices they're only they're only a hundred bucks for an afternoon where your kids get to hang out with kentucky basketball players and they're on from bardstown and e-town to ashland south oldham uh and west carter in eastern kentucky boyd county the big one uh, you'll never this is wild tj can you believe they're going to north laurel high school and covington catholic high school i cannot believe it i'm shocked it is yeah. I, I don't know why they would ever want to go to those schools i get it though. but like you know i do get that you want to you got players on the team we may as well uh well yeah. yeah you may as well let the kids and give back to the community and all that sort of deal but uh it, it's really cute it's fun to see mm-hmm. and roush you'll see it when you cover it but you just have to remind yourself that in like 16 years those kids will be on cats illustrated as kentucky blue fan 36 uh ripping devin Askew for his 20-year european basketball career Ooh, and uh Just remind calling, yourself that. calling you an idiot for your very horrible takes mm-hmm. uh hey stop making fun of vandy and punching down give me more quarterback posts <laughs> this was an actual <laughs> comment i got yesterday <laughs> It's like, what do you do? How much quarterback competition you want? Nevertheless, I digress. But the reason why the camp schedule was a thing, I mean, normally this is just like a fun summer kind of photo op. You start to get to see the team. This is where we see the team together for the first time. Mm-hmm. And one of the players we're talking to on Thursday is Keon Brooks. And yeah, so, so he's back. He's back, baby. I mean, yeah, like what? People aren't going to – like. They're basically using this as a team bonding activity. They didn't spend any time with each other away from the court really last year. They couldn't really do any extracurricular activities. This is the first time they're getting the whole team together and they're just going to be traveling on buses around the state. You mean to tell me that they're going to do that and this guy's just going to go pro? Like, 
for all intents and purposes, Keon Brooks is is coming back. It's it's not official official, but TJ, I remember talking about this. I I, I think we may have even mentioned this scenario where uh, I, I I I think this is a conversation we had where you're like, yeah, Keon, just don't say anything, just come back and make it like a normal year. And I I think that's exactly what he's doing. I think he's just coming back for another year without making a big deal out of anything. Yeah, this is going to be a KRC victory lap show today because we yeah. are very rarely right, but we we got like several things right that we're going to celebrate today. But uh, the Keon Brooks thing, it was like I, I don't I don't think every player uh, Kentucky really hasn't announced anybody being back. If I'm not mistaken, there's been like a few players that have had that have said stuff or put on their Instagram, and I guess Keon Brooks would have been free to answer those questions, and maybe that could have put everything to bed because you know he's you know he's been asked it when they do those little like question sessions on Instagram and whatnot. But uh, I I, I think that it was pretty clear he was going to be back. I think the transfer stuff was maybe the most, okay, what's going on here? But pro, you know, like for the most part in the Calipari era, there's been a few exceptions. People don't make head-scratching pro decisions. Like, and you may say, well, if you're in the second round, that's head-scratching. I disagree. I think if you're drafted to go play in the highest-level league in basketball, there's certainly circumstances where it's more profitable to come back. But I don't think you can blame somebody who decides to go pro when when they are going to get drafted, when they're a lock to be drafted. So Keon Brooks leaving, he wouldn't have been drafted. It would have been a really weird decision. Um so you don't get a lot of those. EJ Montgomery was the most recent one. Maybe you could make a case for Ashton Hagens, but uh, yeah, I guess Ashton Hagens was kind of head scratching. Like he could have came back and, and been a dominant veteran guard, but I, you think he kind of felt the pressure. Maybe he needed to to get out of Lexington. But so I thought it was pretty obvious that Keon Brooks would be back. I, I mean, once the transfer stuff died down and they right. squashed that, I, I think we just needed to trust what the Brooks said. And I, I, I don't know. I, I guess it wasn't enough for some folks. Um, but yeah, the, him doing the interviews, that, that's a lock that he'll be back. You, like you said, he's not going to do that and then announce that he's doing something different. I guess this, I, and I do think maybe they were vague because just in the off chance that Isaiah Jackson decided to come back, then maybe they would have had to think long and hard about like, we love Kentucky, but maybe we need to, to, we know we want to spend maybe just one more year in college basketball. We should maybe look elsewhere if we get a free transfer year. But I, I do think Isaiah Jackson will be gone. We've said that from the start. And Keon Brooks will be back. And I think now you've you've got you've got your team. Maybe they add somebody else. The the Antigua and Chin certainly seem to suggest that they were going to look into that. Maybe there's a late reclassification. Maybe you just take a flyer on somebody. I'm not sure. But I think we've got our squad, Roush, and I I like it. And I think that includes Mintz being gone too. But uh, I guess the the jury's still out there. Correct, correct. And I'm. It's going to be so weird having so many old guys on the team, and also an old guy who's been here three years. And TJ, correct me if I'm wrong. The last time we had a experienced junior who showed some flashes, he was an All SEC player his third year in Nick Richard. So, yeah, if you get a Nick Richard, so uh, hold up, hold up. I, I want to do an exercise first because I just hold, mentioned Richard. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Is there another? What what other juniors in the Calipari era have there been? Besides Nick Richards, 
Well, I can think of one other. Willie Cauley Stein, Darius Miller, Eloy Vargas, Willie. Josh Harrelson, DeAndre Liggins. Uh, Ooh, Liggins is a good one. The big one I was thinking of is Patterson. Darius Dominic Hawkins. Right. Those guys were, but for my, hey, we thought this guy was going to be day one. And, and hell, Brooks did okay that first year. But if he can have a Patrick Patterson esque development, I know it was much different circumstances. He had a different coach the first two years, and he got the ability to stretch it out more as a junior. But I think he'll have the ability to do that as well. And I know that his three point shooting numbers, there's an, you, you can find some hater out there that'll say, oh, he only shot 18%. He stinks. But like, he probably shot what seven or eight. I mean, he didn't shoot that many. And I think there's his shot has some potential. So if he can, I don't, I don't want to say master that part of the game, but make that a consistent part of his game, man, the inside out and, and just get a little bit better at finishing around the rim. Sometimes I feel like the physicality might've gotten to him a bit too much at times. If he can check those two boxes and add that leadership element that I know he, he certainly has like this could, he, he can really take this Kentucky team from, from good to great. Everything you said, I agree with. I'm going to add some of my own thoughts. But before the text line gets to you, uh, I, I want you to I want you to clarify the the what what jump do you mean by Patrick Patterson? Now he did improve his outside shot from sophomore to junior year, but he was an All SEC player his first two seasons. Keon Brooks has not had a very similar path to Patrick Patterson in any regard. I'm just talking in respect to their games where Patterson was a back to the basket on the block for his first two years. He didn't have very high draft stock. Like he probably would have been, if he goes out, he's probably like very late first, most likely second round pick in the NBA draft. And then he comes back for Cal, finds a three point shot and gets picked just outside of the lottery. And I, I think that from a, like a uh, NBA draft kind of perspective, uh, it's it's much obviously much lower because like you said he wasn't an all SEC performer by any means, but if if he can if he can add that to his game and be consistent from long range, then I think you're going to see him be a twentieth pick or some odd spot in the NBA draft in the following year. That would be huge for Kentucky, and that'd be great news. And I understand what you're saying. You just think that the the game's going to look more well rounded. He's and and obviously maybe different tiers between those two players. But uh, I I I get what you're laying down. And for every you you pretty much summed it up about what Keon Brooks as a experienced player as a leader. You know the UNC thing's always going to stand out to me. My friends know that I'm like higher on Keon Brooks than most. I, I've thought. I was excited about him as a freshman. I knew that the the freshman year, uh, you know, maybe I thought he'd actually end up playing more because I, I didn't think that uh, Nick Richards was going to have the jump that that he did. But yeah, I, then sophomore year, I was really kind of hyping him up, and I was I thought he I thought he was going to take that jump that you're referring to his sophomore season. And then the injury happened, and it was an injury mm-hmm. that was really frustrating for him and lasted a really long time and you just had to be really careful with it and then uh was kind of hit or miss had a couple good games and and looked kind of out of place in some other games but it was a really bad team (laughs) it was a bad season and uh so i'm not i I just feel like almost this past year was kind of a wash when you take all everything into consideration i still get excited about him i still think he's your starter at the four position 
next to Oscar Shubway, and, mm-hmm. and, and you're going to have Damon Collins coming off the bench. I love that he can stretch the floor. I trust him to shoot if he's open. I don't want him shot hunting, and he doesn't. He's a smart player. He doesn't generally try to do too much. One of my biggest issues with him isn't shooting. It's uh, finishing around the rim. Yeah, it just seems yeah. like he is like snake bit where it just goes. I, and I don't even know. Obviously, it's something he's doing because they're not going in, but it, it doesn't look like there's anything he can do. It just seems to hit the awkward part of the rim and bounces off. But I love his game. I love what he brings to the program. Seems like a good kid. And I think it's a huge uh, – now that it's basically confirmed, but like we said, we we were expecting it. It's just it's good to know. Your front court is solid. Oscar Shubway, Keon Brooks, Lance Ware, Damian Collins, Bryce Hopkins, they can all do different things. You get a little bit of everything with that group. I think the only thing, Roush, that worries me a little – well, let me let me keep bragging about them. But it's yeah, deep, yeah. it's physical, it's long. They can block shots. They can score on the block. you got people that can spread the floor. And you've got experience. And if you got foul trouble, that's fine. If somebody gets hurt – that's fine. It should be fine. We'll, we'll, we'll see about that. My only thing that worries me a little bit, and this may not matter. We can, we can look back through past NCAA national champions and this does not, this isn't necessarily a must have. I don't know if there's a superstar. I hope that it's Damian Collins. I think if you, if you had to guess who it could be, it could be Damian Collins. Uh, it generally cows teams are at its best when they've got a dominant big. Is there a dominant big on this roster? I don't know. I think it's a group of a lot of really, really good ones. And I think in time, Damian Collins will be an absolute freak. I just don't know if you have a superstar, and that could worry me a little bit. But that's obviously being picky. How many teams have superstars, quote-unquote? Not many. You're lucky to have one. But that would be my one. All right. Maybe if I had to think of something negative, there I go. Well, and I would would argue, though, that Brooks – is probably best suited to be the quote unquote superstar from a, like, I, uh, and I, you know, I'm going to be very boring and just keep doing the old tried and true thing of bringing up old guys in similar spots. But like PJ Washington was good, came back and was a superstar for Kentucky. I think he qualified under that superstar umbrella as a sophomore. And Brooks is just tools along with his confidence. If he can just get any sort of consistency, I think he can be close to that superstar. Uh, I mean, it's not the same as having a uh, a wing who can just take somebody off the dribble and go one-on-one and go score on somebody, a la Malik Monk. But I, I think from an experience and talent standpoint, I think he can be that. Now, a lot of this is just still going back to what I was thinking last offseason off whenever – he had a great ending to his year with the best game of his freshman season at Florida. Uh, but I, I do think he has the the tools in the toolbox. And I think between the years, he's got the, the kind of mentality to work on his game. But last year's circumstances, I, I, I'm really leaning heavily into those just kind of wrecking his sophomore year because we kind of expected that jump his sophomore season. I do think that he has it in him to, to, to make a big jump and become – uh, Kentucky's best player next year. I think he can be that guy. I think he can do that. I, I thought I was a, a big fan. I, I I don't I don't agree, but certainly hope that you're right. And I think uh, I think Bryce Hopkins is it, it has a chance to really surprise a lot of folks. He's got like a perfect college body. I, I mean, as a high school senior right I now, mean, it's, free, it's freakish that TJ. That's one of those like I hope Trevor doesn't 
just isolate that because that just sounds weird. Uh, you know, sorry, sorry to do that to you. But like, why like would you do that? You know, I don't. Like, I mean, it's obviously you're talking about the size of a what is he like six foot three, two hundred and thirty, or six foot seven, six foot eight, two hundred and like thirty five pounds. That's pretty. Uh, that you don't you don't get a lot of high school people that are of that build. Uh, so if his skill, which I don't know as much about, um, you know, he passes the looks test, if you will. But I don't know uh, skill. The videos seem great. It's not somebody that you got to see in person a lot because of the pandemic, but I think he's going to surprise a lot of people, and who knows? Maybe he ends up having like a a Terrence Jones-like impact. I'm not really comparing their games to one another, but maybe he has like a Terrence Jones-like freshman year impact, which would be, you know, he was the second-best player on a Final Four team. That that would be pretty impressive for Bryce Hopkins. So I think people sleep on him. Uh, I don't know if it'll click for him how quickly, but he, he has the tools. Oh, man. I- you should, I'm you still should grow of, up, Roush. I'm still of the mindset, by the way, guys, that you all don't need a superstar. Hmm. And that's the thing is there's a lot of NCAA champions over the I mean, over the course of history that you don't have to have a superstar big to win it all. Mostly, you know, we always say guards win in March. Uh, you don't. I mean, Brian freaking Zubek won a national championship for Pete's sake. Kentucky has a much better setup than that Duke 2010 front court. Yeah, and I- – I, I could even Baylor was kind of a team without a superstar. I mean, yes, they had T. Yeah. I mean, Mitchell like, was pretty insane. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm might be reaching a little bit here, but, but in, I, I think the point being is, yes, I would prefer a superstar. No, it's not a an exact prereq. It just makes you feel a lot fuzzier inside. And I'm feeling pretty warm and fuzzy inside. Granted, it's the holiday weekend. I think Keon, I'm, I'm about 95% sure Keon Brooks is coming back. So, damn it, let me get overexcited about this Kentucky basketball team. Hell yeah. Let, let's go ahead and do it. And we're going to go ahead and go to a break. But first, it's Memorial Day weekend. You may be going to a barbecue. You could be gathering with friends, going to a pool or a lake. Don't be caught. Bring it. Don't be caught being the person bringing nothing. Go to Salsaritas. They have catering options that you wouldn't believe. They have family pack values that you wouldn't believe. And you'll be the hit of the party when you bring those wildly addictive chips. Man. Maybe go with the Three Amigos, which is a huge tub of cheese or queso and guacamole and their hot, hot salsa that's too hot for Justin. And it's also affordable. You can do it all online. You can pick and choose what you want to add. It's so easy. And you're going to save money because you're going to be able to apply some Salsarita bucks. That's not their official name, but it seems like anytime I want to redeem points and you can get a couple bucks off here and there. They've got two locations in Louisville. If you order on the app, you'll just go in, don't even have to talk to anybody, pick it up, and you'll get out of there. It's really, really easy. Middletown in Louisville has a drive through St. Matthew's, newly renovated. Go have lunch. Also, if you eat in, don't forget to get their delicious Powerade, the best in the city, right from the fountain. That's Salsaritas, and this is Kentucky Roll Call. We'll be right back. People will come, Ray. 
They come to, to Kentucky Roll Call for reasons they can't even fathom. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Friday morning. We go 7 to 9. Replay comes on the Big X right when we get off. And you can listen to the show if you don't get to hear all of it, wherever you get your podcast. Just search Kentucky Roll Call. We appreciate it. And Memorial Day, you may have some extra time on your hands. Maybe it's finally the time you go out and hit the links with your 2021 Big X Sports Radio golf card. They're hot off the press. Play Cherry Run, Old Capital Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. All the courses, all of them, for under $25 a round. Cart included. The 2021 Big X Sports Radio golf card is of limited supplies, so you're going to want to get it today. Call 812-725-1457. That's 812-725-1457, or go to BigXSportsRadio.com. Roush, we talked about it yesterday. We nailed it. Kentucky is starting with the nooner. And then the wildest atmosphere in Kroger Field history, 730, UK, Missouri, September 11th. Mm. And then we also, they threw in the Chattanooga game for good measure. That's a nooner as well. We did it, buddy. We could not have asked for better times for these games. Uh, maybe seven o'clock for Missouri would have been better. You know, it, it, the we knew we weren't going to get the three thirty CBS right. game, but I think the night game is going to be even better. It could be really hot that day. You get the you get under the lights that's cooling off, and you get people all day to get nice and uh, oiled up for the game. Awesome! This is great news. Yeah, and especially that first week because there are so many. There's so many big games that weekend, uh, and it's good to get your win in, go beat the snot out of Terry Bowden and Rich Rod, feel good about yourself, and then go watch some other really good college football games. So that's going to be incredibly exciting. Uh, I mean, I know you mentioned the Missouri game, but I think the big kind of um, – this was something that I completely forgot about. I forgot that we were doing the ESPN Plus thing, that that was part of – ESPN's new deal with the SEC is the FCS game each year is going to be on ESPN Plus. And I know that the, it, it, it's definitely a problem that many folks are like, oh, I'll deal with it later. And then once that time comes around, they're going to be kind of ticked off. Like, damn it, I forgot about this. Ugh. Oh, gosh, I guess I'm going to just go ahead and buy this. But like, really, you're probably better off just going and buying a ticket and going to the game. Like, let's be real. That that'll be an easy ticket to get into. It'll be fun. Should be great weather uh in in, in kind of late September. So if you want to gripe and moan about ESPN Plus, don't don't you worry about it. Just just go to the game instead. Yeah, I don't uh I I don't care. At this day and age, if you can't stream something, then you're probably missing out on you probably know that you're already missing out on stuff. And any bar or restaurant will have it. And like Roush said, you could get to the game as well. So you got those Kentucky three straight home games to start. Do you does it bother you that it's SEC network? No, no, no. I'm not gonna 
I, I'm still in the like, yes, sport, football, sports back. And I'm just so hyped that they're going to be home games. And like when I hear the, the kickoff times, I immediately think about the seeing the sports talker right outside gate 10 throwing beer die at 9.30 a.m. just all over the place. So I, I that's so far in the back of my mind. I, no, I don't care one bit. And, and especially because the way the schedule kind of breaks down into thirds, if you take care of business in September, you're not going to be on the SEC network much in October and November. That's a, that's a good point, and that, that's also true. Uh, the, the hyperbole was discussing how it's, it's sad that Kentucky's on the SEC network when your rival, Louisville, has two ESPN games in their first three weeks. Well, yeah, because they're playing – in one of those kickoff classics, and they're going to get smoked. And then they play Gus Malzahn. That'll be Gus Malzahn's. That's his big Power Five game of the year. Like it, it's it's more well, about the the opponents than it is about Louisville. Well, the UCF game's on a Friday night too. So oh oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> That's the old American Athletic Conference I, special: Louisville, I, Central Florida, Friday night. I didn't realize that was a Friday night. We might have to have a old uh, old time on the party deck. No, yeah. I'll, if I have an opportunity to go to that game, I'll probably go. Uh, that's yeah, that'll be one of my last weekends. So, yeah, that that you and I, uh, I, who do you go to those games with? Just your pals, your UVL friends? Yeah, they they like um, you know a couple of them will have tailgates. And hell, last time I just walked in, I didn't even get a ticket. So suck it! Wow, stadium. Somebody at UVL arrest this man. Justin, Get have up. you ever been to the party deck at Cardinal Stadium? I have not, no. Have you ever it, been to a UofL football game, Justin? I have not, no. Oh, oh man. my gosh. Have you ever there, been to the, a UofL basketball game? I have been to a UofL basketball game, yep. Okay. okay. So I've here's been to the several, thing. Several other basketball games. Justin, the, the basketball game is like going to a college basketball game. The football game, it's like going to just a big party. It's not really like a football game. You You can have a good time and not watch one snap of football. Sounds like a Jacksonville Jaguars game. Yeah. I, that You know what? Are, is Louisville the Jacksonville Jaguars of college football? Uh, all, they need, all they need is a pool. Yeah. You know, Rutgers tried the hot tub thing. I think that's uh, – you keep the pools out of the out of the colleges. But Louisville uh, can have some good atmospheres. They, they've had good atmospheres before. What they have going on is that – like, it doesn't – all right, if the atmosphere is not great, that's fine because people will just be partying up on the party deck. Like, the atmosphere is never bad up there. Yeah, yeah, it, it never is. Um, and especially if the game gets a little wonky. Now, that the, but, like, I'm saying this. I've only been to one. I used to go a lot when I was a kid um, back when, um, you know, Uncle Brian was playing football. But, it, yeah, it was – the I, I went to that Notre Dame game last year, and it was a blast. So, you know – might be might be heading out to watch them play the Knights on that on that Friday night. But back to the hyperboles, terrible, terrible, awful, just good for nothing. Take uh, it doesn't matter which network you're on as long as you're winning uh, early on. And the way this hits up, Kentucky should win a lot of games early. And TJ, you brought up something yesterday. That's just a great. It's. I mean, let's just keep on but we're we're not butt slapper radio, but we can slap each other's butts. Yeah, and yeah, we can. The three game, te- uh, the three game mini packs are just beautiful if you want to 
make a deal. Have a mini pack. Well, but you know, I mean, it's it's a sweet deal. It's a sweet it, it, deal. it's a it's a good deal. It's not uh, Wake Forest's twenty dollar deal, but it ain't too shabby. You can see two SEC games, including that Missouri game. Which, again, folks, that's a bit, that's just such a huge game. If, if Kentucky wins that one, we're having such a fun. It we'll, we'll have such a fun September, and things can start to get absolutely wild. Uh, you can go to that game, and then you can pick one of Florida. Tennessee or LSU, which mm-hmm. you don't get to see LSU play in person, especially in Lexington, all that often. And then Kentucky's going to beat the snot out of the stinky balls. Who wouldn't want to see that in person? And Kentucky could very well get its first win at home against Florida in a very, very long time. So you can't really go wrong picking between any one of those three games. You get one of those, you get Missouri, and then you get one of the stinkers. And if you get the season opener, oh, the, yeah, fir- yeah. the the fir- like the biggest crowd in Kentucky, well, the Derby besides that, but one of the you know, one of the biggest crowds for a UK event. Uh, let me let me phrase it like that. That's going to be even if it is a stinky opponent. It's going to be good to be back and mm-hmm. uh it, it is a good deal. $38 a pop. You got to think about it. Kentucky isn't the best team in the SEC, but outside of the NFL, the SEC is the highest level of football being played. Thirty-eight dollar tickets for that. Oh, yeah, that, and that ain't that ain't that ain't too shabby. It it, re- it comes out to I'm sure after fees and taxes, it'll be about a buck twenty, hundred twenty dollars for three games. And like you said, TJ, I I know that. I mean, obviously, not everybody has the time nor resources to go to all of these games. I mean, it's it's eight Saturdays. It can be, you know, you got kids, it can be tough. But this is a good way to just make sure that you're there for some of them. And then, you know, things could open up like later on where you're like, yeah, you, you might snag a game here or there. Maybe you can't do both Florida and LSU, but you can you can slide on in there to Tennessee. And really, Terry, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm speaking directly to you, especially with the, the baby coming when she is coming. Like, I just I I can't imagine a better way to go about getting tickets uh, if if I if that's how I had to go to games. It's awesome. Yep. Yeah. It's a it's a pretty good deal, and it's nice. Yeah. You know, some of my friends. Um, it may be price, although I don't think season tickets are really all that bad. But I I understand. Like, but I think Kentucky does a good job making it mostly affordable. But if it's price or it's just mostly for a lot of folks, it's just like. I, I love UK football, but I, I don't think I have seven Saturdays that I can make an hour and a half trip there and back, blah, blah, blah. So it's just a commitment thing to me to season tickets. Well, the three-game package is perfect then. Yeah, you, yeah. You, get to, you get to go, and I, and I tell you what, you that Missouri game is going to sell out sooner than later. But if Kentucky does win that Missouri game, and then Roush, like we talked about, you, you win that South Carolina game – you ain't you ain't getting tickets to that LSU and Florida back to back if the right. if the season goes the way that we want it to go. So this is a good way to just kind of lock yourself in. Uh, we don't you know, we're, we're not getting any money from UK, but we've talked about it. The the Krogue, if we want this football program to keep trending upwards, that place needs to be packed. So Kentucky's doing they're doing their part to uh, you know I said like if that place isn't is, isn't filled, I'm gonna kind of go after Kentucky. Well. They're off to a good start, and if that's if tickets are still available, like the week of the season opener, Roush, or I'd be shocked if they were, you know, close to the Missouri game. Then Kentucky should do a price reduction. And if you're one of those people that like to wait for it, you can roll the dice with it. But it's already kind of a fair a fair deal, so that makes me happy to see. I I think college sports need to kind of remember their audience, and I, I think was it Georgia that they're reducing their concession prices. 
Did you uh, see that? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, Georgia. They didn't say exactly what, but they're probably going to drop like maybe by fifty percent. Where? Yeah, you know, I mean that's that's yeah. awesome. That that's great, and that's how it should be. It like you know seven dollars for a hot dog is a joke. Like you just and I think the Georgia AD was like, we don't need to find a way to make money at every corner. Like we, you know, and I think that's smart when you're when you are a school and you're technically it is a business but that's kind of a touchy phrase with the ncaa and whatnot and you're getting these millions and millions and millions of dollars from tv deals and just even ticket sales and advertisements and you know there's always a coke can up there next to mark stoops or or and all that stuff (laughs) like you can like let's let's not charge people eight dollars for a coke We, we 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 can you'll live without that extra four bucks in profit Hey, right. speaking of hot dogs, I had one at the golf course yesterday. Better oh. hot dog, golf course or stadium? Golf course. Golf course. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you can top a golf course hot dog. Like that's, I, I'd love, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, like that's maybe. Head was. Like a good old barbecue dog is great. You know, just a cookout sort of deal. Roush. Like those are fun. Oh. Something okay. about like golf courses. They put them on steroids or something. Those are just ginormous, not ginormous weenies. All right, I would say if I was going to rank my hot dogs, it would be uh, turn hot dog. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that's number one. Number two, campfire hot dog over the open flame. After wow! You've had, after you wow. had about a dozen cold ones, and it's nine thirty at night, and it just you hit you the reset it, button. You get it real burnt. And then oh yeah yeah nice and nice and crispy. And then I, I think number three would just be the good old fashioned barbecue because typically the hot dogs when when you're at the 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 barbecue they're for the kids and you've got like brats or chicken or something for the for the grown-ups you know oh really <laughs> am i have i been fed the kid food all along it's from the kids table oh, it, it all it's, it's starting to make sense it's all starting to click <laughs> uh i i i'd put i'd put a stud Justin is right. Like a stadium dog does hit a little different. So I put that number two, just cause I'm not doing a lot of open campfire things. I just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Davy Crockett. Uh, I, I got, I got grills and I got a green egg, not to brag. Uh, so, but that is right. Like that, those are fun. It's just, I don't get the opportunity all that often, but yeah, think- good old stadium dog, Justin there. Those are ginormous as well. Comically large. Large. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like they're the same hot dogs at a stadium or a golf course. But I agree with you. For some reason, golf course dog. Mm. Yeah, and it, particularly if you're at a baseball game too. Like, I think I think baseball is even held in higher regard. And I, it is. I, yeah, I don't I don't know exactly why, but it, it definitely is. Yeah, I got American a Fenway Frank. I got a Fenway Frank when I was when we went to that Red Sox game. I guess in eighteen or nineteen or whenever the hell it was. Uh, nineteen, I guess, and it was uh, like like two feet long it seemed like i was like how, how can a normal person eat like how where do you where do you even start so it started at the end and uh it was good though it what was good started in the middle <laughs> <laughs> which i i know that radio it's not a visual medium but holy moly that baseball play by javi Baez yesterday that is the craziest dumbest uh, i mean you want to talk about uh, a play that just wakes you up in the middle of a Thursday day game. You see a routine grounder turn into a pickle between home and first that scores a run with two outs. Just the craziest, dumbest play I've, I've ever seen. Yeah, and I and that's being 
that's being categorized the correct way. It's a it's a nice play. Uh, the, you know, it was a smart play and it was a fun play, but it was all that is blamed on Pittsburgh. What what are you doing, first baseman? <laughs> yeah. That is a routine play. He's, he could have just stepped on the bag the whole time. <laughs> or you could have been like, you know what? Not uh, giving up a run is more important than a dude getting on first base. So at a minimum, once I've already messed up, how about I just throw it to the catcher instantly? <laughs> and you Why don't know we what? just make sure that like we don't give up? You know, runs in some baseball games are uh, a luxury. Why don't we make sure we don't do that? And then if a guy gets on first, I think we will find a way maybe to get out of this jam. What a dingus. He, you know what he reminded me of? He reminded me of the kids in like T-ball that – yeah, they've got the ball in their glove and they just want to be the one who gets the out instead of just giving it to the other kid and making it. Yeah, I, I, I probably not T-ball, probably more like kid pitch. You get a little bit more selfish than that first year. But uh, it was it was so dumb, but it was just so I kept I kept watching. Like I could not stop watching that play because it was just their idiot, their idiocy, their stupidity. I, I could not believe that it would lead to something so great. And the funniest part was that he ended up just get going all the way to second, and you hear the the call going, "Ah, just go to third. Keep going. You're invincible. Nobody can touch you." <laughs> yeah, that was a good call. It was a fun baseball play. It just reminded me of a video game and somebody like accidentally hitting the wrong buttons, and they're like, "No, no, don't touch first. Oh no, no, throw it home." Uh, and then just being a little too late on both of them. Good stuff. There's hey, error, speaking of baseball, there's like a video game glitch. <laughs> oh, Justin, what do you got? I was just going to say, Nick, I've watched my fair share of T-ball this summer or spring, whatever the heck it's been, and you are right. It, it is not like kid, kid pitch. It is more like T-ball. They, those kids, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, then uh, I was going to stay on baseball. Did you see that the, the old Cardinals lost? Dan McDonald can't win the big one. Wow. Wow. Can't win the big one again. Wait, hey, John, this, John Calipari's talking ACC today? Tournament? Yeah, he's talking at 10 a.m. It was the ACC tournament, but they do theirs like pool play. So that was their second game. I think they have one more, or are they done? I don't, I don't, I don't know how it works. Pool play in a conference tournament? Yeah, we always talk about that every year. I, there's parts of it that I kind of like. I mean, it's kind of tough to do a conference tournament where it's like partially elimination, single mm-hmm. elimination, partially double elimination, but. Um, I don't know. There, I guess there's pros and cons of it because a lot of times teams just tie in this little pool play, and then it goes to like run difference. Which, but whatever. U of L lost in 12 innings. I didn't realize that they were like on the bubble bubble. I thought that they were going to get in. Worst case, they'd be a three seed. Blah blah blah. But uh, and by the way, seeding for baseball, it's only one through four. So three is like your bubble teams. Four are your kind of your crappy conference winners that get yeah. the automatic bids. So, uh, so at three, I thought they, you know, they'd just be getting in. I thought maybe they'd even have a good ACC tournament and potentially move up to a two. But I guess now some folks were saying that they needed to win that game, um, which, you know, they didn't. Mm. Mm, man, real tough. Dan McDonald just out there not winning the big one again and again and again. So and again. I guess I, I think. I think that's it for U of L. Yeah. So their pools are only three teams. They played Clemson and beat them, and then they lost to Georgia Tech. Uh, but somehow Georgia Tech gets to advance. I I don't get it. They all the teams in their pool tied. So that's the dumb thing about pool play. Uh, all of them went like one three and one. team pool play and not a four team pool play. Like 
you have in AU basketball tournaments. Yeah, so every other uh, tournament out there. So UVL's done. They they are now just waiting their fate to see if they make the NCAA tournament. Uh, Kentucky stinks, and the baseball program needs to go in a different direction. And Louisville is a much better baseball program than Kentucky. But you know, if you wanted to miss the tournament too, that'd be cool. Yeah, suck it, Louisville. Suck it. It's kind of you know similar to basketball. It's like yeah, Kentucky absolutely sucked, but there's there's a bar here, and the bar is get to the postseason. And if you don't do that, then who cares really how much you sucked, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. like it's you're you're basically on evil even playing ground. Mm-hmm. Even playing ground. Uh, let's read a text or two, and then we'll do our infamous daily double that everybody likes so much. Text on into the show five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Going from shotgun to under center and inside zone to outside zone will definitely look different. We'll stay heavier on the run and the run pass mix, but to say it will be the same offense is wrong. It's like switching from Baltimore's offense to the Rams or the Niners. And you're you're hundred percent correct. And when I was saying that the offense is going to look the same that was incorrect. It will look different, but what my intent was, was it's still going to be run, run, they're going to run, and they're going to run. But you are right that it's going to be, it's going to look differently with how they go about it, but I think it's going to be the end, the same end result is how I should have phrased it. So, Texter, my B. Hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, I, I do appreciate when TJ does get corrected on this text line. 502. 414-1450. Ooh, oh, I, I appreciate where this text Justin, is going. Justin, we caught Roush typing, not paying attention. Well, I've been informed that my not AirPods the first time. went through the washer, and I'm very I'm very shook right now. because I think What? Done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to be able to survive the washer. Those at things, least, are, those, those things are too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that would be very upsetting. I who wait what did you get a text message who broke the news yeah. to you did Duke come in with like a letter no Brooke, Brooke like, like a scroll me. oh no yeah she said a light came on though so they might be okay but man i'm who worries me <laughs> worries me i've, I've once you go airpods you can't go back we're keeping you in our thoughts and, and prayers Thank you, thank you. Uh, Texter says, if we were to take the virtual tour of Justin's place, I'd be willing to bet you'd find a fold-up lawn chair and a box TV sitting up on old milk crate in the living room, one antenna snapped in half. In the kitchen, you'll find a plethora of water bottles scattered about and a few moldy strawberries in the fridge. The pantry door has a hole in it, and it creaks a little, hiding a half-eaten box of granola bars and an expired box of cinnamon toast crunch. Finally, the bedroom hosts a ink bed with the top sawed off and a sleeping bag shriveled up in the corner of a worn out mattress the tv dinner table he uses as his nightstand has three fast food gift cards i'd be willing to bet he stays at the hotel he bartends most nights for the ac and continental breakfast what a life (laughs) why did this texter make me seem like i'm trevor What, what I would, uh, you didn't you didn't really say no to any of it. I know. Well, I, I would think that just the box TV. I'm sure you've got a nicer TV, but I I would think that some of this is probably spot on. There is actually the only part of that that is spot on was the part about the granola bars. That's about it. <laughs> you don't just have. Um, I do. You know, I do have a worn out mattress. I do have a worn out mattress in the corner though, and no, I do not have expired food in my fridge because I'm extremely OCD and I don't want my apartment to stink. 
Huh. I'm uh, just Justin, just a man of mystery. I like that Justin's like, I'm just, I hate spoiled food so much that I'm not going to buy any food that can spoil. Mm-hmm. That's the, just got to play it safe. That's my yep. mindset. Much easier that way. Chestnut right. checkers. Hour two, Kentucky roll call coming up next here on Big Exports Radio. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Exports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Hope you're having a great start to your Friday, long weekend, a lot to get excited about. Man. Roush, we have plenty more to talk about as well. We've got a full text line. Keep them coming in, 502-414-1450. Uh, it's just a good day, buddy. Man, a great day. I'm I'm very excited. Very excited. I just can't wait to get this long weekend started. And, uh, you know, even though summer is technically the worst season, it still has its, its, its good it has its ups. It has plenty of ups, and we're gonna to get to reap all of the benefits this weekend. But you know what? When it gets too hot this summer, I'm gonna still need to swing some golf clubs. And you better believe I'm not gonna be sweating it out all the time. I'm gonna head over to Bobby Cook Golf Academy in Southern Indiana. I mean, it's such a convenient drive from anywhere in the Louisville area, just off Exit Four. And Bobby Cook, he's got three simulators to show you exactly where you're hitting the ball, how you're hitting the ball, yeah, whether you're on the drive range, driving range or playing around, those simulators are top of the line. And uh, if you're not hitting it top of the line, Bobby Cook, he'll fix your swing. Just give him a call at 812-913-4415 and either book a tee time or you can share a, get a lesson and really fix that. And it might be in the cards for me once I realized that it wasn't just the bad tools in my golf swing. It was actually the golf swing. So, Bobby Cook, I, I'll be calling you before too long because you're the best in the biz, and I need to hit some golf ball straight for a change. For wouldn't what? that wouldn't that be a, wouldn't that yeah. be a nice change if you did? One day, one day. What's Sean Calipari going to talk about? Is he, do we think he'll say anything interesting? He'll probably confirm. Keon Brooks being back. Yep. Um, um, that's probably the biggest news. Uh, but yeah, outside he, of that, I would just say he's going to – I'm sure there's going to be quotes about why he likes each newcomer. Uh, and But I don't, I don't, I don't know what else we're going to get out of him, out of this. I guess maybe, you know, hopefully – I'm not going to be on the call, but – uh, somebody should you know, along the same lines that we did with the assistants, just see if they plan on adding anybody. I, I would guess that they would say, yeah, well, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be looking, I, you know, I don't think he'll give a definitive answer one way or another, but that, that could be a piece of news, but you're right. It's just probably going to be gushing about the, the new guys and some of the returnees. And, and I'm sure that we'll get some sort of quote along the lines of, 
you know, I just knew we had to, we had to get more shooters and we've got them all. Like he'll talk about changing and, uh, I hope he doesn't drop a been watching the NBA playoffs kind of reference. But, uh, you know, I, I think we're going to get quotes like that about how he's re-energized and now that the team's here, how excited he is just to have him around and, and be normal again. Yeah, it'll be a lot of that. I don't think he'll spill the beans on Isaiah Jackson one way or another, but uh, I'm, may, maybe that's an opportunity for some news. Uh, just trying to figure out what, what potentially to be on the lookout for. Uh, it's also going to be a pretty difficult out-of-conference schedule. And with the SEC being better, it's going to be just a pretty difficult schedule, all things considered. And then you're going to have – you lost the SEC Big 12 home game, which stinks, so you're going to have to be on the road and that one as well. It's going to be a tough schedule. Uh, I'm sure we'll have more time to ask him about that at later dates, but uh, wonder if, if he thought about that at all because he kind of you know complained about the schedule they put together during the pandemic season. So – Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll see we'll see what he's got to say. He'll speak a little bit later this morning. Yeah, and I, I did mention the NBA playoffs. I was not going to stay up to watch LeBron and Anthony Davis, but uh, man, I, poor Suns. They got their one game in. They might get gentlemen swept because AD he's on one thirty four and eleven last night. Yeah, he's basically unstoppable when when he turns it on and can kind of stay healthy for. Uh, the duration of a game, but that I, I hate it for the Suns. It was a bad draw. It, it, it stinks. We could have gotten Lakers Jazz, which would have been pretty awesome. But uh, Heck, even be. yeah, 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 that would have that would have been a lot of fun. And was it? Correct me if I'm wrong. Was it you who said that the Bucks Heat could be the best series in the first round? Yeah, that what a, what a bad take. Jeez, it's probably gonna be. The, so we we got a lot of things right. We're patting each other on the back, but you know what? I'm not. Yeah, uh, this isn't no. butt slapper radio. No, this was the victory no, lap show. No. You say you save that take for we just we 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 ignore that one under the rug. Oh, so under we'll, the rug. We'll wait until they get swept and they're the first. Season hey, end. Justin, Justin didn't agree with me, so still technically the show's right. We did it. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I definitely didn't agree with you. I thought when you had that take, it was one of your worst since I've been on the show. But oh wow. Here we are. I mean, okay. I, I think you actually kind of ended up like a green <laughs> that like on paper. It I did. Said, it was the most exciting series, but you expect better games than the other. And you were still right, but let's I, just calm down, Dingus. I said that it would probably be better basketball than New York and Atlanta, but it wouldn't be a better series. Yeah, it's it, it's a horrible series. So I was way <laughs> I was way off, and I I deserve suck it to me. Um, what else? You, you want to go to the text line, or what? What do you want to do? I just wanted to mention quickly that I did the thing last night where. After enjoying some some horses at the racetrack, I just turned on the hockey game because the basketball game was boring. And there's nothing like stumbling into a good hockey game in the third period. They were down. The Canadians were up three nothing. The Leafs have two goals in like the final ten minutes to force overtime. And I met my buddies. I'm like, I'll stick around for overtime. And was immediately rewarded with a goal within two minutes. And the Canadians actually. Uh, so they they blew a three zero lead, but then still got the win. So that was that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, I fun. didn't. Uh, I haven't tuned in to any playoff hockey. I don't know. I don't know. I, I you know I, the, the NBA. I'll watch the early game, but I haven't watched most most of these late games. My sports watching intake is down. Is your other television show intake up? No, not really. Just. Hmm. 
I've been yeah, you... I've been doing more like little projects around the house lately. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, you got to before baby gets here. Uh, and also, the tournament of champions is going on right now, and I did not watch the last night, so we'll probably just burn through both of them back to back uh, tonight. And uh, I, the same Kavanaugh guy, I don't know what he did, but I, I think he's the favorite, the one guy that made it to the finals. That's that's my sexist take on the Jeopardy tournament of champions. Go, man. You're going for the man. <laughs> but I think he's just the best, though. Like he's he's pretty uh, well versed in everything. The other ones have kind of specialties, you know. Oh, because of because their sex. Well, one of them's like a English per like the, whenever there's a book one, she's all over it. But some of the other ones, she just sits out. So I think some of it comes down to getting the right categories for um, the woman who the second night I, I I forget I forget their names, but I think the second night one was the one who defeated the kind of yeah right the, the, yeah yeah the loudmouth yeah and that it was so funny because he thought he guessed Faulkner and got it right. And was just like up for he was up like a dollar because of it and was just praying that she got it wrong. And to see how deflated he was, just like clapping unenthusiastically after she got fucked yeah. right. Oh, it was great. Yeah, I I thought the exact same thing with that one. I always love the good Jeopardy talk. Let's get to the text line, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. A texture says, the smartest thing the PGA ever did was start handing out bonuses for social media interactions. Since they made that announcement, Brooks has set up a match where he's going to play Dave Portnoy in a match left-handed, and now all this nonsense with Bryson. I also, also heard that Portnoy asked Bryson to caddy for him in that match which i doubt bryson <laughs> would do but it would be pretty funny that would be absolutely hilarious so he's gonna play brooks kepka left-handed yes and if you have never seen brooks kepka hit left-handed he's better than us at golf left-handed i mean he he can still smash the the ball what it's crazy yeah how <laughs> I, uh, I, they asked him about it in an interview he's just like yeah just try to make solid contact and swing hard and it's like but it, it's it's ridiculous how good of a golf swing it is left-handed i guess he'd know like the recipe for a good golf swing but you'd still have to like trick your body into uh, hundreds of thousands of swings the other way that that is nuts you know while i was kind of like brooks was acting like a baby it, this brings him right back for me that's awesome and it's I, it, i'm i'm oh, sorry Justin. go ahead Ralph. go ahead you go got, ahead you got it you got it I was just going to say, I just stood up in the studio and took a left-handed swing. I bet I could play golf lefty. Justin. See. I bet I, bet I could. All right. Here, here's the thing. So, I'm sure that we've at times taken swings of a baseball bat left-handed. You know, whether you, you got to do that softball thing or. No, like, that was a nightmare. I, You know, I was just playing with my nephew swinging left-handed. And so, I can kind of get it because your right hand is the one that's going to be holding the club like it's going to be doing more of the action so i could see how that could maybe be easy to do but like you said though tj that's still a lot of just goofing off at the driving range and then like getting kind of serious. you had you would have to take a lot of swings to get good left-handed and apparently brooks has because it's it's pretty crazy to see yeah, well, that's uh, and good text into the show because I didn't even know the PGA had done that until texters brought it up this week. But what a genius way to get more people talking about your sport. Apparently, Incentivize the athletes to talk about it. 
<laughs> yeah, like Genius. kind of like them talking to the media, except you know this is uh, this is a little bit different. Like it's it's on their terms and not just answering questions. Exactly. And which, uh, if you follow Locke, he retweeted a Big J journalist who was very mad at oh my gosh, Na- Naomi that. Osaka. I believe that's how you say her name, the tennis star who refused to do media at Wimbledon. And I want to pull it up. I mean, because it's such a, like Lachlan would, if he was still on air, he would go 20 minutes on this. And it's just the dumbest thing ever. Naomi Osaka is refusing to talk to the media at the French Open, a move that reeks of privilege, elitism, selfishness, and poor sportsmanship. Can uh, the the privilege stuff is such nonsense? <laughs> Elitism. Wasn't she doing it for a certain reason though? Like something uh, social? Some no? Like protest, I, social justice? I I, I, I have no idea, and I I certainly don't care uh, about what what what's going on in the world of tennis. But uh, gosh, people freak out. And on the flip side, she should t- speak with the media too, though. Like, gosh, what a miserable life as a pro athlete sometimes you have to talk to the media if oh I no can, if i can recall correctly i think it was like a Kyrie irving situation where she didn't want to talk because of something else going on outside oh. of tennis no 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 it's it's so much lamer justin I, I can read a part of her statement i've often felt that people have no regard for athletes mental health and this rings true whenever i see a press conference or partake in one we're often sat there and asked questions that we've been asked multiple times before or asked questions that bring doubt into our minds. And I'm just not going to subject myself to people that doubt me. Wow. Well, oh, there that, you have it. That's really lame. <laughs> I mean, so that I mean, goes back to the whole, it goes back to the whole athletes have to talk to the media. Media's got a job to do too. Jeez, oh, Pete. This is so lame on both sides, and I love just how extreme they've both taken a very basic principle of asking and answering questions. The people that like seem to have the worst relationship with the media are the ones that like try to 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 stay away from it the most. You know, it's like if you just kind of give them what they want, they're fi- you're not treated any differently for but the most com- part. They're, they're but- combative. They're like the, ad, ad, adversarial when it's like, yeah. no, this should be like a relationship that promotes one another. And the you less know? you, the less you give them, the more they're going to kind of come after you. Like it's, it's, it's sometimes best just to be nice, answer your little questions. Don't even think twice about it and just move on with your day. Oh uh, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Tennis stars. That's why I always stay out of the sport. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yes. Which uh, briefly, uh, our boy Drax, Liam Draxel, the comeback kid, he finally ran out of gas. He lost um, a a tiebreaker in the first set. So he's down six. He wins the second one, but then just has no gas in the tank for the third and dropped that one six to one to fall in the final four. I would have figured that 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 second set would have been his third set because like you came up so close in the first set you lose and then you know he battled back and kind of dominated that second one be right out of gas hell of a run mm-hmm. to the ncaa semifinals that uh watched a little bit of it tennis is fun to watch yeah a lot of fun a lot of fun uh well 
I wouldn't say a lot of fun, but it's not a bad like, huh, kind of casual. I'm not paying too much attention, but you know, well, if you if you kind of care about it, like if you you know, it's very rare that I do, so that's why I don't watch often. But if there's if you have like a slight rooting interest or maybe a betting interest, or it's just like the match of the century, then it's kind of entertaining to watch. Yeah, but yeah. So I think now I'm just going to be anti Naomi Osaka. We got to step up for our fellow journalists out there. Uh, who we give the journalism awards to each and every year. I've got their back. I'm cheering against Osaka, the entire French Open. Get out of here with your big J hating ass, Osaka. Yeah. Yeah. Texture says, I agree with the Coke at Mexican restaurants, but I don't think anything will ever beat a Coke at amusement parks. It may be because it costs a dumb amount, but it's so good for some reason. Next time you go to an amusement park, do yourself a favor and get a Coke. I don't think we said Coke at a Mexican restaurant. I think we said Mexican Coke. Yeah, it's a big difference. It's a it's a type of Coke. Yeah, like the like the 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 chemistry of it is different. The ingredients yeah. are different. And you can go to a, a, maybe a local grocery store, and they should have it somewhere. Besides, who the hell is going to a Mexican restaurant and getting a Coke? You get a margarita, weirdo. <laughs> yeah, or wow. Frosty Thirty Two. Justin Duncan on the texter. Uh, Texter says, have you guys ever dipped your chicken in honey sauce? The next time you go to McDonald's, get a McChicken and ask for honey sauce. Take the honey packet and put it on the chicken sandwich and thank me later. Absolute torpedo gasoline. So there's a place on Bardstown Road, TJ, that has like their specialties fried chicken. And they have a spicy honey that is through the roof. I mean, it just, it really, the fried chicken's good, but you know, fried chicken can, like good fried chicken is good fried chicken. This spicy honey sauce they have just puts it over the top. Really yeah, good Yeah, uh, you know, ketchup does it for me. On fried chicken? Sure. Like I a, mean, I don't, I like, not on like, you know, KFC, no, but it's also, that's not like the, I've, you know, I've had sometimes well, I've had fries and fried chicken. And sometimes my fried chickens ended up with a little ketchup on it. It's just the same as like a chicken sandwich, believe it or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying if you ch- check out that place, it's very, it's very worth it. Very good. I'm just All not right. going to give him the free pub. So yeah, suck it. You're, you're not going to get it. Wait, what? <laughs> Don't you guys agree that if you make eye contact with a girl, they, and they immediately glance down and look back at you. They're a hundred percent about that action. <laughs> I don't know. I've it's it's been a long time. Justin, is that is that how it works? I was gonna ask you all because you're the married ones. I haven't dated in nine years. I couldn't tell you. Well, normally the girl has to look down at Justin, so they're always kind of <laughs> looking down. Oh, zinga! And that's Got not it. a short th- joke. Oh. That's a Justin. That's a Justin preference joke. That's okay. I'm I'm here it for that. Wasn't a short joke. <laughs> Justin likes taller women. There's nothing Ooh. wrong with that. I do. I would I would marry a six foot eight chick tomorrow if she was ready. You would marry the girl in the WNBA in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah. I don't know. She seems a little mean towards she, white I, guys. I, but... I don't think I don't think she'd want to talk. <laughs> I don't think she'd want to talk politics with Justin. Oh, and man. never comment on her size either because she doesn't have to take I, that from you. Justin would say, I like him tall, and she would just knock him, like punch him in the face instantly. Yeah, yes, exactly. Because in the game, she can't fight back. But with Justin, definitely. Could I, fight think back. I'm out, I think I'm out on this violence now that y'all bring it up. I think we've, uh, we've well reached our quota of WNBA jokes for the day. <laughs> take it easy. 
text a texter says, uh, if you had to say right now who's starting QB game one, Joey Gatewood or Will Levis? Well, uh, as I said previously, if the game was tomorrow, it's Gatewood. I'm probably leaning Levis a little bit, but just for no good reason. But I think I'm leaning Levis. That, that's where my hunch is right now. No inside scoop. Just lean, lean in Levis. It's uh, I, I'd go Gatewood. Just he had the leg up in the spring. I know Levis is a Ferrari, but I think uh, Joey Gatewood's a nice, uh, eco-friendly Hummer, and he will fit what Stoops wants to do more. And you got to remember, Stoops is the head coach. Every AD or every OC, I should say, excuse me. Every OC has had Stoops kind of over his shoulder. I don't expect things to be very different. So I think Gatewood's a little bit more trustworthy in terms of what Kentucky's going to be looking to do. Well, uh, and and that's me never I, even seeing Will Levis in a UK jersey throwing a freaking football. So take that with a very minimal grain of salt. Well, you should take it with a bigger grain of salt because when did they start having eco-friendly Hummers? I think they like, have those now. I think they do too, but why would you want that? I want oh, a no, Coach that, O. That, yeah. I want a, a Hummer. You get your Hummer in your car and your Hummer. Tell them about it, JoJo. <laughs> if you haven't seen the Coach O Hummer video from his days at Ole Miss, do yourself oh. a favor and watch it immediately. Uh, that was like YouTube gold back in like 13, Roush. That was like, even yeah, before like yeah. Coach O had kind of blown up on the scene. As like a character, you know. Uh, Which, by the way, Coach O, uh, the Ole Miss, if he was at Mississippi State, that could have worked. Ole Miss, square peg, round hole. Just, he's not, he's, he, he's not a Grove kind of guy, you know. Oh, you think, you don't think so? No, no. I mean, LSU's obviously the perfect fit, but I, right. I, I think Coach O's the kind of dude that can kind of adapt to anywhere. Well, he didn't at Ole Miss. Well, then not in Southern Cal either. Yeah, I thought he did. It was just they didn't give him the chance to be the guy. Because they were good when he was interim. Well. They they didn't give him the chance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Texter (laughs) Texter says, okay, I'm the guy clowning the hot take on Tiger, but reading an article that his number one priority is to be able to walk again on his own, maybe playing again, period, should be focused. That's on me, Terry. Hey, that's big of you to own up. Did I, you read the Tiger Woods uh, quotes that he had? No, no, of course it not. was the it was the first time that he had uh, he had spoken since, and I mean it wasn't anything earth shattering, um, but he just said that he told Golf Digest that the he, he's like I've been through some injuries, but this is the worst, most painful thing I've ever experienced, um, and you know he's just yeah doing, we, we read it. We, we read off his injuries. Was that earlier this week? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. This week has been a month long, but yeah, we, we read off his injuries. That, that like bone sticking through skin, shattered multiple places. It, it wasn't good. Yeah. And the way he put it too, like he's just like, yeah, I want to get my mobility. <laughs> like that's that's what I'm I'm focused. There's no guarantees, but that's what I'm just working towards. So, but you know what, Tiger Superman, I'm never going to count him out. Never gonna you can't you can't count them out and texter i hope that you can give me a big old suck it you know if it's a year down the road two years down the road three five however long it takes i hope you can come back with one someday and uh, i'll look forward to that day when when it happens he don't did be second 
They'll be second in line to me, TJ. <laughs> he did have a, a a picture of him on his crutches, but without a boot on. So he just got one of those like big compression sleeves. So see you later, boot. Yeah, let's get out of here, boot. Uh, all right, let's go to a break. We'll come back. We'll finish up the text line. There's uh, a lot of good text left. I've got something that I need to vent about, so we'll do that as well. And we'll get you ready for your holiday weekend. The only Woo. way that Kentucky Roll Call can do here on the Big X, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Shut up, Meg. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Exports Radio. Genesis Diamond's not a side business. It's a main business. They take diamonds seriously. They get them from the... There's no middleman with Genesis Diamonds. They pick out the diamonds they want. The ones they don't, those are probably ending up at the other jewelry stores that also have higher prices and less of a selection. That's because they don't take diamonds as seriously as Genesis does. Genesis Diamonds, official jeweler of UK on Shelbyville Road next to Trader Joe's. Check them out. Roush, a buddy of mine brought this to my attention yesterday. Okay. Like, you know... Everybody's getting in the sports gambling circuit. Right. Every every state that has people making decisions with half a brain, at least. And uh, we know in Kentucky that it's it, we will get it eventually, but it's just like, what are we doing? Why are we wasting time? Why hasn't this already happened? And why the hell is it still taking this long? Uh, but everybody's in a rush to open the sports books. Barstool has one. They, I think they're opening in Indiana or have been in Indiana or whatever's going on there. Obviously, DraftKings. Uh, our twin spires has a sports book. Do you know that? Yeah. I used to work for him. It yeah. was, um, before the, they, they were previously bet America, but they were like, wait, everybody knows the twin spires brand. Let's just stick with that and hire Brett Favre to be our spokesman. Everybody loves Brett Favre, uh, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Michigan, Tennessee, Colorado. That's where you can bet. And, uh, twin spires, Sportsbook on mobile, and uh, I think they do actually have some locations, and they it, it's great, uh, it's awesome. The hilarious thing though, where you can't do the Twin Spires Sportsbook is at the Twin Spires. It right. says that their location of Twin Spires Sportsbook is in Louisville, Kentucky, but guess where you couldn't use their sportsbook? That's right, folks, in Louisville, Kentucky, because goobers like Damon Thayer continue to just. Not make it a priority because uh, horse racing's telling them not to. Uh, it's super hypocritical, and it's just another like we are living. This is a really dumb time to be alive. My goodness, I just <sighs> I should have been able to place a wager last night on the Lakers while I was placing wagers on the horses at Twin Spires. Yeah. Yes. So dumb. The fact that their location is in Louisville, too. Just so, so rich. So rich. 
Oh, let's get back to the and that's not even That's not even like the Antigua forgetting that your location was set for Lexington. That was purposeful. It's just like a slap in the face. It really is. It's like, oh, look at all these states. You can do it. We're here in Louisville. We're processing the money. Uh, we're happy. We're running these businesses. Everything's great. Uh, you just, but even if we work with the company, we got to go over to Indiana and, and make our bets. So, 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 so stupid. A texter on the text line, 502-414-1450, with a bad text into the show, says American cheese is not in the top 30 of cheeses. Suck at TJ and your food palate. <laughs> That's a ridiculous <laughs> take. Anybody, everybody would have American cheese in their top 30. It's yeah. just the, it's the, probably, the standard cheese. Yeah, I mean, I know that we get, we've probably gotten a little bit spoiled with our cheeses, but a good, a, a good just plain Jane American craft single on oh, yeah. a sandwich, it, it's it's great. It's great. It's delicious. Yeah. I'm not gonna come off my hill of top ten, but that's like me saying Julio Jones isn't a top fifteen wide receiver in the NFL. That's just <laughs> ridiculous. Just a ridiculous take. It, it totally is. A texter says, pardon my take, says Coach K is possibly using this year as a farewell tour. Well, possibly he's carrying a lot of a lot of weight in that sentence. Um, it would make sense because you kind of had those rumors, like where did those come from? And maybe the rumors weren't that he's instantly retiring, but like, you know, he's told. But I, it'd be silly if he didn't coach Paulo Benchero. He could be the best player in college basketball. It, it, probably won't be but certainly could be in the conversation for it you're going to coach that dude but i could totally see coach k having the most like elaborate farewell tour just making sure every opposing fan base gives him a gift and sends him off the right way and he waits to announce his retirement until he knows that he's overmatched and then he tries to play that card to get his team to you know pull it out of him to be at their best gonna try to pull a john wooden and hopefully it fails and blows up on his face that would be really funny. Well, if he does that, then he's not going to really get the goodbye tour. Yeah, I. But I think that I. I think you're thinking too literally of the tour, though. Like, no, I, don't I, think I know. Be I like Jeter, no, I, where they're handing him, you know, shoe polish at different places so he can polish his hair. No, I think that's what Coach K wants. You don't think he wants to be the center of attention everywhere he goes? That's true. He. He. I just imagine going to midcourt before every game, and you get the respect. You know, a, applause from the the fans at all the different ACC schools. But you're right. I could. I mean, that that's also. I if I feel like if he was desperate, I don't know. Maybe if Duke made a run and was in like a Final Four the last few seasons, because you know that that their last Final Four is Kentucky's last Final Four in 2015. But like maybe if they'd gone to a Final Four in 19 or something like that, he could have pulled out that card that like, oh, I'm I'm gonna hang it up uh, after this year. But I think if he's uh, if he if he thinks he's out on his way out and the dude is super old, then I could totally see him just making an announcement a month before the season and getting all the the glory that comes with it. I, I would much rather, like I, I I can see him doing the Kentucky plays Duke in the Elite Eight. You got all this hype surrounding it, and then he just leaks it out right before, and then we get another epic battle. But yet him and his stupid. I'm retirement. They get the, the no, nobody can beat us mentality and freaking. Uh, I, and I, then, just, I can see it now. I'm, I'm trying to. Then, I'm, I'm trying to jinx it into exist from existing. And then in that Duke Kentucky game, in a weird like a, a sports shocker, nobody expected it. 
Bruce Pearl wheels out Okiki with about four minutes left. Was it Okiki? Who was it? Who was the it was player? Okiki. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, what is Bruce Pearl doing here? And this guy's like 24 now. What's going on? I'll never forget that it was Okiki simply because you had that, um, what was it, a fraternity at UK when they were playing them and they put up a sign that said, there, Okiki, are you riding? So <laughs> you had to ride on that scooter. I'll never forget that. There was no evidence that that was in Lexington. Wait, that wasn't the offensive one, though. There was one that was much more like it wasn't clever. That was at least clever. That one was extremely clever, for sure. Yeah, the there other was a, ones, there, though, was, there was a there was a bad one. There was a very I, bad one. And I remember I was like, oh, no, like this is the last thing. You, this is the last kind of juju you need heading into an Elite Eight game. And then, like, I had this UK student, like, DM me and was like, so all the students here at UK are, like, trying to find where this is so, you know, we can ask them to take it down. And we have, like, come to the conclusion that this is not in Lexington. They're like, nobody knows where it is. Like, the person that's posting it is, like, still posting it. So, like, it's still up somewhere. So it was a big mystery. But I don't know. It seemed like a bunch of mumbo-jumbo to me. Yep, mumbo and jumbo. But... Um, it, I think it would be much better instead of wheeling out Okiki, you have Keon Brooks uh, launches the ball down the court to uh, who would it be? Who would it be? Kellen Grady. So really, just played in the state of North Carolina. Going to give a big suck it to North Carolina with a turnaround jumper to win in overtime and end Coach K's career. Yes, and then Cal can come over to the radio table and just say, you know what? You guys did such a great job. Nobody deserved to lose this one. Have a great career, Kay. I, enjoy retirement, buddy. Yeah, 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 it was wonderful. That's a fun a fun visual that you've put in all of our heads. I thought it was pretty cool that C.J. Frederick said on KSR that he will not be wearing number five. He'll switch back to number one out of respect to Terrence Clark. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe you never see anybody wear number five again for, uh, for UK. Uh, not saying that will happen, but if it's at least in the near future yeah sure. at least uh, at least maybe yeah. not for a good while and uh hey the last time a high school player in kentucky wore number one for kentucky and was a good shooter worked, he won a national championship worked out pretty well so i'll, yeah, I'll like yeah. him at number one and he was north maceville or no yeah mason county that's northeastern kentucky that's not too far from Covcath. yeah so. i had a had a couple people in my mentions arguing where where Maysville is. Is it Northern Kentucky? Is it Eastern Kentucky? Always a fun, yeah. always a fun debate. Love, love a good Kentucky geography debate. Yeah, they're great. It's, you know, <laughs> the funny thing is like, well, I mean, it is technically Northern Kentucky cause it's it, the Northern part of not the most Northern part, but a Northern part. And it's also Eastern cause it's in the Eastern part of the state. Technically I consider Louisville like a Northern part of Kentucky, but it's not Northern Kentucky. But there is a Maysville is just the kind of big it's it's the big town in between your Ashland and uh in you know greater Cincinnati area. It's kind of you know it's in between there. It's on the it's on a river too, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think it's Ohio, but apparently it's really pretty. That's one place never been to though. So shout out to Maysville. Well, maybe someday we can I need to get there go. sometime. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a texter says, Shants help you smuggle more beer in, TJ. Think ahead. Oh, I'll be wearing Shants uh, during the football season. That's the perfect time to wear Shants. Maybe it gets a little oh, hot. Uh, I've worn those Shants multiple times at rainy games at the Krogue. 
because they're mm. waterproof. They really are just uh, a great, versatile pair of pants. Pantaloons. Texter says... Sh- Shantaloons. I don't know what that means. Pantaloons? Yeah, yeah. okay. Terry in La La Land. Yes, Kentucky fans should have trusted Brooks' family and expected him back, but history shows it's unlikely players come back to Kentucky no matter how much sense it makes, so please forgive Cats fans for being cautious. I'm fine. No, that's why we talked about it today. It was technically news that we feel like I just figured he was coming back, but now it seems like it's a certainty. I'm fine with folks being cautious about it. And trusting families is usually a recipe for disaster, but it, it Brooks seemed like straight shooters. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe I am in La La Land, Texter. Yeah. Um, I never saw that movie, though. Was it any good? No. Yeah, I can't imagine it. Yeah. I mean, I was so bored. It's a musical, though. They sing and they dance. Yeah, Hollywood has it's no it's no Hamilton. A texter says, "Has the game passed by, old chicken farmer McDonald?" Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder but, oh, if they don't. I, I just take a little bit. It makes me a little happy. Right, especially. I mean, they weren't. They weren't really hanging their hats on baseball too much. Like the butt slappers have calmed down, but it's good that oh, they were they were sucks. at the beginning of the season. Really, it seems like that Kentucky loss after that, like everybody just kind of cooled on baseball, and it never like the momentum never really picked up again for U of L fans. So you're, you, I think you're right, but it, it, I think they were like ranked number two or something at one point. Oh man, you love to see it. You love to see it. Kentucky was ranked number one one year in baseball and didn't make the tournament. That's not good. No, it wasn't. I think they started like 18 and 0 or something. Probably not playing very good teams. I would imagine. Yeah. This, I forget when this was maybe like 10, 12 years ago or something. Uh, texter, maybe even longer than that. A texter says TC from Lexington here. Hey, TC love Brooks probably being back. I'd still like them to add another player, maybe a reclass someone in the thirties ranking or so to invest in next year and see what happens this year. I could also see Cal keeping that slot open a slot up with the uncertainty of who's going to be in the portal to come. Yeah. So, uh, I agree with you pretty much wholeheartedly. I'd like them to use it at worst, use it on a project. If not, see if you can bring somebody big in. That that'd be pretty cool too. Uh, I like what we've got. I'd be ready to roll with that if need be. But if you got an open scholarship and you can get somebody, you can also kind of build for the future as well. So agree with that text. Right, right, right. Uh, May- Maysville is uh, on the Ohio River. Okay, I didn't know if and it was that it or looks- Kentucky, but and it looks awesome. I just looked up pictures of it. it looks great, like a great place. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like a nice old small town. Uh, yeah, I need to check that out. Need to check that out. Uh, another texter. Oh, we've got John. Oh, hey, John. TGIF, good morning to all. Wow. Looks like the Sixers, Nets, Bucks, and Lakers are the teams to beat. Out of those teams, who do you believe is the best? So, I was looking online to prepare for my feed review coming up tonight. I saw that Kellogg's introduced new little Debbie cosmic brownie cereal maybe yummy right would you guys give them a try well gotta go have a great weekend talk to you later i think maybe on wednesday john i think the cosmic brownie cereal too terry would just like the 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 nice the texture of the cosmic brownies really put over the top and you're really defeating the purpose by turning it into cereal 
I, I'm intrigued by it. I, you know, it seems like any weird thing I've tried with cereal, I end up kind of like liking to, I mean, at least if I don't like it, I don't hate it. So I'd give it a shot, John. Why the heck not? Life's too yeah. short. I don't ever eat cereal, but I, I think it sounds phenomenal to be quite honest with you. And of the Sixers, Nets, Bucks, and Lakers, who's the best? Nets? Nets. Nets uh, and Lakers. I just hope the Nets implode. Uh, can we just have the Nets implode? Like even if it like means the, even if it means like success for the 76ers. You know, Tyrese Maxey's a good dude. Uh that'd be fun. I, I, that's fine. I don't like Philly, but that's okay. We just need the Nets to implode because they deserve it. I disagree. I have a futures parlay on Nets and Lakers playing in the championship. So I hope you're wrong. Well, they could implode in the championship, worse come to worse. There we go. I'm good with oh, that. Oh, but then it'd be to LeBron and the Lakers. Oh, oh that at that point you just gotta go A D and AD say, and you the know Lakers. What? Yeah, at that point you just gotta say whatever. But I do not like the Nets. Out on the Nets. Man, I don't like them, but they are very good. They are. We're gonna, be dealing, we're gonna be dealing with them. But this is this is just the beginning of the stupid Brooklyn Nets. Well, you never know. One of these players will get upset or leave, or I could see Kyrie Irvin pulling like a Ricky Williams, taking a leave of absence or something like that. I, I don't think this th these Nets are going to be a five-year dynasty or anything like that. Uh, I hope not, at least. A texter says, Keeneland hot dogs are up there in the upper tier of good wieners. Oh. I, I, I've only had one, and it was immaculate, but generally I'm I'm so – uh, two sheets to the wind at Keeneland that I could eat anything. Uh, their, bur their, their burgo is great. Love it. Burgoo? Yeah, it's delicious. Some of the yeah, best, I think, around. That's the reason why I don't think I've ever even had a Keeneland dog because if I do have my wits about me to eat food at Keeneland, I usually go with the burgoo. I, I think the exception would be if it's particularly hot, then I don't want to eat like a hot stew. But that's the nice thing about Keeneland. It's almost never hot when you're out there. Yeah, and, and like it's uh, at at that point, generally, just any food is so like sub substantial to you. Like you just need something in your body that everything's good. But I, I do their their hot dogs did stick with me. I remember that. Uh, let's go back to the text line here. Good morning, fellas. I went to Salsaritas for the first time yesterday. It definitely lived up to the hype. Great food, great service. Better yet, the place was clean as a whistle. Good recommendation on the burrito bowl combo. I loaded that bad boy up, topped it with pickled jalapenos. Ooh, nice. Also, if you guys are serious about a KRC scramble, I'm in. I'll help organize it and get something on the calendar. It would be awesome to do it this summer. Mook. Yeah, it would be. We, we, we really do need to. I mean, at minimum, we could just book a few tea times at like a public course and make it the unofficial official KRC scramble, right? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. What's um, we 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 need to put our heads together, organize when we're vacationing, and and set it. We'll we'll pick a date. But the thing is, like, you know, doing a weekday would probably be hard. Like, you know, but I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be a big thing. I don't think we'd have to worry about that first and foremost. So maybe yeah. we do do a weekday and it ends up only being three teams and that would be perfectly KRC. Yeah. Or, or a Friday, at, you know, after the show or something kind of deal. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll make we'll it a three day weekend. A, we'll pick a Friday that works for us that we can figure out. And then if folks can make it great, if not, it could end up just being us three. <laughs> Which, oh, oh, that sounds terrible. I think we'd have a good time with it. Uh, we'd, we'd find a way to have fun. But glad you enjoy the Salsaritas. They are delicious. What would the three of us shoot in a scramble if it was just us three? 
I actually think we'd be a decent well, scramble. Never, the problem is I've we don't have Justin. A, yeah, I've never seen you play. The problem Justin. is we don't have like a reliable one player, and that's that's really all good scrambles teams have a have a go to guy that like all right, we all suck. Just get us a good shot, a, a golfer, and we're a bunch of BC golfers, you know. I think we'd I'd, finish I'd, like a few under, maybe three or four. We'd have a couple bogeys though, and those are like big no nos and scrambles. We'd have a lot of birdies, and we'd have some eagle shots because Roush, you can knock the snot out of it. We'd have some, we'd have some eagle chances. It, it'd be a, it'd be a roller coaster round. I think there'd be yeah. some highs, there'd be some lows, uh, but it'd be fun. We should do it. Nick, I disagree with you about your B and C. I think me and TJ are one A and one B, and you're the B. No, I meant like we C. don't. Yeah, but ne- neither of you all he, are reliable enough to be an A golfer. He, he's talking, reliable. he Justin. He's talking about in like the tiers of the average golfer, not in our circle. In our yeah. circle, yes, we are better golfers than Roush. Yeah, but no, he, get- he 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 is right that like we're not really all that. See, I, that's where I disagree. No, I get what he was saying, but I just think it was a little disrespectful. TJ, I think me and you with the right round, we could be A players. Just saying. Wow. Just saying. I, Justin, I love it, and it make, you're making me – you're making my day, and you don't even know it. But, like, I, I don't <laughs> do anything really exceptionally well. Like, my best thing is I'm, I'm kind of a consistent driver, but I don't hit it very far. So that's safe in a scramble. It's kind of nice to have one yeah. out there. So that would be good. That would be good for our team. So that would be nice. Uh, just to get a drive out there, and then and then Roush could kind of get after it, and and you could get after it, and then I'm a I'm a above average putter at least on like you know difficult putts. I'll still miss my fair share of putts inside five feet, but you give me like a 18 footer, and I'm I feel like I can get it. You know, at a minimum, I'm showing folks the line. So, but I don't hit it far. I'm not a great chipper. I'm not, you know, I don't stick them really close on the green. I'm not, I'm just not a good golfer, really. See, we're like Kentucky basketball. We just have a bunch of guys that complement each other well because luckily for you, I'm a hell of a chipper, so you won't even have to worry about a long putt. I got you. I used to be a good chipper, too. I had this club. It was like my magic club. I could do anything I wanted in it. And then I got drunk at a universe, University of Louisville club and lost it. Oh. And, it's, and it was all black. It was really distinct. It was cool looking. I just felt like, I just felt like I could conquer the world with that bad boy. And ever since then, I've been just like doing the dumbest things you can when chipping, pulling up, popping, duffing, missing. I've got a, I've got a pretty funny story about yesterday in my round. I went and played with uh, my stepbrother and he had a chip on about the, I think it was the 15th hole. So we were almost done. He flub chipped it, like didn't even get on the green. So he takes his chipper, launches it into this tree it does not come down from the tree. And I'm talking his club is at the very top of this tree. So he's like standing under it, doesn't even worry about his next chip. Standing under the tree, looking for it. The handle's red, so it should have stuck out like a sore thumb. Couldn't find the club anywhere. And it wasn't one of those trees <laughs> that you could that you could climb. So yeah, he said he just looked at me, he goes, hundred dollar mistake. Oh, Gosh, that's that's a bummer. I had a buddy do that at Cherokee, and uh, but it was a a tree that you could climb, and he climbed to like I swear the top of that bad boy and got it down. It was like, oh well, good, you got your golf club, and you almost maybe fell, which would have certainly killed you, uh, because those trees out there are pretty big. People do silly things on the golf course. I just verbally abuse myself more than anything. Yep, I I hope everybody has a, a fun silly weekend too. I'm fired up, just. Man, it's gonna be it's great. We're we're doing it. Three day weekend. 
Woo! Yeah, yeah. It's going to be, I uh, hope everybody enjoys it. Remember the reason for the holiday and the sacrifice of uh, those defending our country, the ultimate sacrifice. And we're appreciative of them and thankful for them. And uh, all those that served have served. I know that this isn't your weekend, but we're, we're still appreciative of you all every day. Have a good weekend. Be safe. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Tuesday. Woohoo!